Hello, my friends. This is Jenny Brandon, and I am here today with you on the Riding in the Weeds podcast. My usual sidekick, Tosh, is not with me today, but I still wanted to give you guys a quick recording and a little bit of a tip for you today. So join me as we dig in. Anybody that knows me knows I live under a rock and I'm like slow on the uptake with popular things. And I finally got around to watching My Octopus Teacher. So woo, really awesome documentary. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. It's a beautiful story of a man, Craig Foster, who lives in South Africa and swims in the ocean every day. And he develops this relationship with this beautiful octopus. They are traditionally very shy creatures and over time and diving every single day, he was able to gain her trust to the point where she would go about her business, just doing her octopus things and let him be there and observe and watch her. And occasionally she would even touch and interact with him. So it's an incredible story and super engaging and very powerful and profound about the relationship that we can have with wildlife and how amazing these creatures are that we don't get to see very often. Um, there's one particular thing though that I want to talk about today that happens in the documentary. Um, <clears throat> uh, octopuses, octopi, their main predator is a shark. And depending on the species, you know, it depends on the kind of shark in the area. But in that particular area, there are pajama sharks. They have stripes, so they're called pajama sharks. And at one point he is following her and filming and she gets attacked by a shark. And he is struggling with whether or not he should intervene and ultimately decides he's not going to because she is a wild creature and this is wildlife and this is nature. And to his horror, the shark ends up ripping off one of her arms and he follows her as she struggles to get back to her den to safety. And she is clearly severely injured at this point and is not doing well. And every day for the next week, he keeps visiting her, checking on her to see how she's doing. And she's tucked far back in the back of her den and is, is colorless and is not moving. And he is worried that she's dying. And he struggles with whether or not he should bring her food that maybe she can't hunt and he needs to help her eat. And he even goes so far as to leave some clams. He splits some clams open and leaves them outside her den, uh, which she does not take them. And so he is just beside himself that his friend, this friendship and this relationship that he has developed, she's dying. And after a long period of time, he returns one, one day to find that she's doing a little better. She's regaining her color. She's starting to move around and she comes out of the den to see him. And to his amazement and delight, she started regrowing her arm. And octopuses have this unique talent where they can actually regenerate their arms if they lose one. And so here she is with this little tiny new tendril of an arm starting to grow. And of course, he's over the moon that she's not dying and he has this friend still. It was just a profound example of 
the fact that sometimes the right answer is doing nothing. Sometimes the right answer is actually not taking action. As humans, especially when someone that we love and care about is suffering in some way, our first reaction is to want to go do something for them. Offer them a suggestion, a solution. Have you tried this? Let's go for a walk. Let's do something and to take some kind of action. Unfortunately, that's not always the right answer. And this beautiful octopus showed Craig that what she needed in the moment was to do nothing and that she was able to fully heal and recover without taking visible action. This applies to so many areas of life. We are so prone to just running out and doing something without actually pausing to see if we know what the right answer is. Rather than the spaghetti method of throwing it at the wall until something sticks, what if we just sat still before taking action? I have found this to be very true with pets, with horses, that frequently when I am encountered with a situation where I want a different outcome, whether my pet has a health challenge or it's a behavior challenge, it doesn't even really matter. If I pause for just a moment and take some time and space, frequently the right answer or the right action comes forward and is very easy. Sometimes I discover that I don't even need to take action at all in order to get a different outcome. I think this is also true when you're riding bikes and in sports that frequently we move so quickly that we aren't giving our subconscious and our bodies time to process the options that we have in front of us. And so therefore, we're just rushing into things when the right answer might actually be to slow down. So this is something that really struck me as being quite profound and such a valuable lesson to take away from this story of this octopus. How amazing would it be if we could regrow our own arms or our own limbs? Science is not quite there yet. But what might happen if we paused instead of taking action? What might we be able to learn or discover if we took space first instead of taking action? So I'd love to hear from you all. Have you ever had a situation where looking back now, you can see how pausing might have helped you in something? Or have you ever taken some time and space and then discovered that was all you actually needed? You didn't need to take any action. I would love to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts and comments on this. This is always an intriguing topic for me. I tend to move a little too fast through most of life. So 
Let me know what you think. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, and review. We would love to hear from you. I am Jenny Brandon. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. You can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com and also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube under the same handle. The Riding in the Weeds podcast is at ridingintheweeds.com and on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. We would love to hear from you if you have a suggestion or idea for a topic for us. Drop a comment and send us a message. So we'll be back together again on our next episode. So look forward to that. But it's been great talking with you today. See you soon.